This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And uh, we'll find out more about him when we talk to the man, the myth, the legend. He is Tim May. And he is on the North Homestead, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hotline. That's right. Tim May, right there, right now. Hi, Tim. How are you? Hey, what if I wasn't there when you hit that little button? I was watching you talk to Jake the whole time, and I heard you guys had this big conversation. (laughs) I was stretching out your intro to make sure that I kind of hit it, but now that I've given everything away, well, I guess said, it always went. He said first prize. I asked him if I won something, you know, like when a radio station calls, you might have won something. And he said you had an appearance on the, on your show. And I said, ah. well, what second prize? Two appearances? Ah, Lifetime that's, supply that's, of appearances that's, that's, on our show. Tell me, about, third prize. tell me about Will Howard, my friend. Is this good, bad, and different? What, what can we expect? Well, here's the thing. It's, it is a much-needed addition to the Ohio State football team and to the quarterback room, you know, time will tell whether this guy is uh, leads them to the promised land, whether he even beats out Devin Brown in the spring. I mean, a lot of people are putting the carpet for the, for the horse here, but uh, you can say, well, you don't bring in a guy with basically one year left to just sit. But I mean, you know, Kristen Jebbia sat all year. He didn't even go in when, uh, when they needed uh I mean, he didn't. I mean, he wasn't sent in when they needed uh, the backup in the uh, Cotton Bowl. They sent in the freshman uh, Lincoln Keynotes. Um, so my point is, though, this guy just turn on his video and watch him play uh, for Kansas State the last two years, especially this year. The way he led that comeback, that almost rally, but comeback against uh, Texas, which ended up playing in the college football playoffs. And uh, right on down the line, this guy can make plays. He's about six four, six five, about two forty, two forty five. He's he's he looks more like uh he looks a lot more like Cardale Jones than he does Cal McCord, if you follow me. And he's a guy that I just uh did my final Urban's take with Urban Meyer this morning, recorded it really early this morning and it's gonna drop later this afternoon. But uh as as I point out to him, this is the kind of quarterback that an Urban Meyer likes because he can throw the ball proficiently and efficiently, but he also does not hesitate to run and can be quite the runner, uh, which is what you need in your college football quarterback, which is what for the last three years, with the exception of one game, which was uh, C.J. Stroud's game against Georgia, the starting quarterback for Ohio State has not been uh, maybe maybe able but not willing to run a lot. And uh, this just any team now, you need that in your, in, in your portfolio. I mean, uh, obviously, Michael Penix Jr. and J.J. McCarthy, who are quarterbacking the two teams playing for the national championship, are effective runners. Do they run every play? Do they run every series or even every half? Not necessarily, but they are effective when they do run and are, are willing to you know take it, take on that challenge. So 
that's what he brings as much as anything. Just a raw physical dude to quarterback, dude to the quarterback position. Who also is willing and able to run, but so is Devin Brown. Tim, I, I think your point about beating out Devin Brown is is fair and valid. That said, is Howard an upgrade over McCord for next year? You know, that doesn't really matter, you know, because they don't have McCord anymore, uh, number one. Number two, there were things, we talked about this on your show, if you guys go back and just play the highlights of the Tim May appearances. We don't have that much airtime. <laughs> well, we, we don't have that much airtime. You know, we about, played that for four hours over our special edition, the yeah. Tim May edition. Uh, no commercial. Yeah, no, no commercial, commercial break. That's correct. Yeah, brought to you by, uh, you know, Goodyear or something. Um <laughs> I love those, but when we do that in the golf terms, but I digress. Uh, presented by sounds much classier. Yeah, presented by. Yes. Uh, what were we talking? Oh, yeah. Uh, is it an upgrade? Well, we talked about this several times on your on y'all's um, the most listened to radio show, at least when I'm on in Cleveland. True. Um, I know. I'm just joking. We're I'm not. Being, I'm actually we're being not. a smart aleck. But uh, but I digress uh, again. Uh, the the is it an upgrade? Who knows? The the thing that the thing that Ryan Day kept hinting really throughout the year, and I kept pointing it out to people was, and I like Kyle McCord. I think Kyle McCord, when he stands there and just throws it, is pretty good. Although in the Michigan game, he missed he missed half dozen throws that would have flipped that game. I mean, when he had time to throw the ball, he missed at, missed at least a half a dozen. And Ryan Day just felt they didn't ring everything out of this. Not even close. I mean, when they when they hung this towel up to dry at the end of the year of this offense, there were a lot of touchdowns left in that towel. You know what I mean? Just uh, using pushing that analogy to maybe the uh, almost gross point. But the, the bottom line is they didn't get anywhere near as much out of this offense this year as was, as was there. And I think just when he was getting ready to make a move quarterback-wise and bring Devin Brown along and maybe let him challenge uh, for that starting job later in the season, Devin Brown, of course, got hurt in that game against Penn State, and there went that kind of plan. And I'm not saying he had that plan. I was just reading the tea leaves because, you know, I've watched Ryan Day for a while now. So uh, they, their touchdown production, bottom line, Ryan Day's a touchdown guy like any other offense-minded coach is, head coach is, and their put touchdown production was way down this year compared to the last uh, many years. And you got to do something about that. you got to make a move. And uh, Will Howard gives you the running and passing threat at that position, which is the key, uh, the key to unlocking modern college football defenses. Because no matter how, uh, no matter how complex they get, there's still only eleven of them out there. Tim, give me now the season's over. Give me the state of this Ohio State program right now, because I got to tell you, I was super bummed out about the way things went down against Missouri. And I think part of it was I was kind of, you know, I was on the excuse train. I was like, this guy's not playing. There's no – and then I was just – I talked to Antonio Pittman like right away, and he's like, man, this should – we should never see a game like this from Ohio State. It was I, – I, you yeah. know, I thought he was he, – he felt embarrassed by not really having a game plan if your quarterback got hurt and no trust in the quarterback. So give me the state of the of the well, team right now. They had a they had a they had a plan if if all of a sudden Lincoln Keynotes was going to go in there and that plan was about one third the thickness of the Devin Brown plan. The problem was, in my opinion, they didn't have a good plan to begin with to deal with a defense that was 
everybody in the world. I talked about it on y'all's show. Uh, Missouri was coming after Devin Brown. Yep. You know, and, uh, you know, let, let the chips fall where they may. I mean, uh, and then, of course, when you put a freshman in there and he take, he's taking his first snap on the five-yard line coming out, they're definitely coming after him. What bothered you uh, was, and Ryan, they alluded to it after the game and, you know, took some blame for it, was they didn't really have a, uh, a a good plan for when they when when Missouri went zero coverage, you know, I mean zero coverage meaning nobody in the backside just sending pressure. They didn't have a really good plan to attack the the lower, you know, the intermediate and lower part of the uh, middle of the field. And I, I'm throwing that part in because that's where you attack. You know, you attack well, you attack wherever the void is. And they didn't have a good plan for that. And I don't know why they didn't, but they did not. And uh, who that falls on. You know, well, Brian Day's the guy calling the play, so he's got a, you know, uh, uh, Brian Hartline was the offensive coordinator, but Ryan Day's the guy, guy calling the plays. He's the guy looking at the sheet before the uh, game starts, a week before the game starts. What are, what are you doing here? What are you doing there? And uh, contingencies. And so, yeah, it was – I've seen that before at Ohio State. Though. I mean, uh, the Urban Myers uh, team in 2016, it got uh, – shut out by Clemson in the first round of the college football playoffs, 31 to nothing, I think was the score. They had no good plan at all. I mean, offensively. And if you notice, you know, the offensive coordinator, Ed Warner, was canned pretty much right after that game. By that, I mean, he was, you know, Urban urged him to go get a job somewhere else. That's the same thing. But uh, we'll see what Ryan Day's got up his sleeve when he finally, you know, comes out. And it's been a week. It's been a week since that game. We'll see what he's got up his sleeve in terms of making staff changes. I'm sure there are going to be at least a couple of changes, but we'll see where he goes, how far he goes with it, and what the breadth of it is. Tim May joining us. Tim, there was a ruling by the NCAA yesterday about Alan Bowman, the quarterback who spent three years at Texas Tech, two at Michigan, and now has been granted a seventh year of eligibility. I, I admire the NCAA for giving the COVID year situation and not penalizing kids because of COVID. I'm Mm -hmm. so glad the whole COVID thing is the, this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name, your price tool from progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That The year there is coming to an end because some of these kids have been in college a very, very long time. Is that a proper ruling for a seventh year? Is it just the way it is? What should we think about that? Well, Ohio State had a player this year on their on their team, Tristan Jebbia, the guy I mentioned a minute ago, the transfer quarterback from Oregon State, who this was his seventh year in college football. So, you know, like you said, the, the problem, the problem with college football right now is the confusion the confusion aspect of it or the chaos aspect of it has never even been close to as high as it is now from, like you said, guys getting six and a few seventh years, uh, the transfer portal, just when you get to know a guy, you know, it's uh, Buenos Dias and then adios, you know, uh, that's, uh, I am bilingual anyway, uh, <laughs> but that's the way it is. That's the way it is with some of these guys now. You've got the NIL driving the train. That's not what the NIL was ever supposed to do. But when states uh, pass the laws, pass laws allowing NIL, instead of NCAA passing rules, which are totally different, by the way, um, then, of course, you were going to have chaos and guys, guys taking one thing and bastardizing it into another, which has happened you know, across college football, but definitely across the the South and Southwest. Um, you're, you know, this is just a. I think this is a confusing time for the fans, and then and then being told that the bowls no longer are relevant. And of course, you know, the I can't even keep up with the names of the bowls, but certain bowls um, were never going to be in the mainstream. They weren't designed to be that. They were designed for a a city or a community or even a state to uh, host a couple of football teams and have a little bit of a celebration around it and give those football teams a reward, just reward. I don't know. Six and six teams playing in bowl games. It's kind of interesting, but, a but a reward nonetheless, it had nothing to do with who was playing for the national championship and hear people calling out. There should be no more bowls and just a playoff. That's baloney. Um, because this is major college football, not division three or one double a football major college football, they're going to play a 12-team playoff next year. The first, the top four teams aren't even going to have to play the first week. They get a bye into the second round, which means the five through five through 12, uh, if they win their first game, they'll be playing a fresh team the next the next week uh, at, at a bowl game, at one of the uh, New Year's Six bowl games, which are going to be, you know, dispersed uh, into the schedule. And then those winners play in a in semifinals, and then those winners play in finals. We talked about this on your show too before, which should be on the highlight reel about how I do believe sooner rather than later you're going to have guys opting out of. I'm not playing four straight games at that intensity. I mean, you think playing in a bowl game is jeopardy? Playing four straight games at that intensity against like or equal opponents is going to be is going to have wear and tear on college football rosters. And you're going to hear you and cry about college football roster should be going back to 90 or 95 players like when I first started covering this thing way back when. Uh, we'll see if that happens. 
I'm not even sure what your question was a minute ago, except that uh, there is a role for the other bowl games, and I really think the expansion should have gone from uh, four teams to eight teams and and leave everybody else for the bowl games where they really want to be there and get something done. Tim, that would have taken care. That would have taken care of your New Year's Six guys along the way. Go ahead. There you go. Oh, no, go real ahead, quick, caller. thirty seconds. Michigan, Washington. Who do you like? You know, I like Washington, man. I've liked Michael Penix Jr. all along. Told you last week I voted for him for the Heisman for a reason. You see why he's elevated a team for the last two years. Michigan is without a doubt stout, and uh, their lines uh, could take control of this game. Everybody says they control the Alabama game. Alabama was leading until Michigan scored right near the end and tied it up and went to overtime. Uh, I like Michael Penix Jr. and his ability to throw the ball at, to any point on the field with accuracy. That's what you need against Michigan. I like, I like Washington. I like Michael Penix Jr. It's nice to have two Big Ten teams in the championship, huh? Yeah, it is. Isn't that crazy? It's insane. About chaos. It's insane. It is insane. This is the SEC. It was the SEC versus the, the big the future Big Ten in the uh, playoffs, uh, and the future Big Ten held, uh, held sway. So we'll see what happens. Tim, as always, we appreciate your time, and we always look forward to talking to you. You're a super friend of the show. Thanks, Thank Tim. you. You fellas, you fellas know how much I appreciate you giving me this time to uh, pontificate. When I run for president, you're going to give me equal time, right? Well, we just want to be your media coordinators. That's all. There you go. We're good. I can see that. I Goodbye, see President. That. Right. President you, May. Fellas. Goodbye. He is Tim May. He is from Letterman Row. He knows all. And, of course, he was on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t